open it. Let me open it. Welcome back. Oh, no. Let me open it. Why are these kids screaming? Okay, should we wait for them to pass? All right, whatever. All right. Ah! What the fuck? Oh, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the next episode of Edviche on the Pasio. It's your favorite host, Indy Caldwell. And your second favorite host, August Caldwell. Today we are on a Pasio in Colorado, looking out onto the mountains. Got some wind chimes in the background. Our guest star from the last episode, Severine, has just recently joined us. Severine, you want to say hi? Hi, guys. How you doing? Severine, you want to pull up a chair? Yeah, I'll find the chair. Looks like Severine will be joining us for the rest of the episode. Thank you so much for listening to our last episode. It really warmed our hearts to see how many listeners there were, and we were so glad to receive a bunch of questions. The questions for this episode are awesome. We're really excited to dive into them, and I think they're going to make for a really interesting podcast. And again, if you have anything that you're seeking advice on, please email us at advicheonthepatio at gmail.com or advicionthepatio at gmail.com if you're like that. We will really, really get into your questions and answer them as soon as we possibly can. We take your questions really seriously. We will try to find the best answer. We think about them for a really long time and discuss them beforehand. But also, if you should know that we are unlicensed and also non-professional. So if it's a big problem, you should maybe see someone else besides us. Ask us first. Ask us first and, and then get a second opinion if it's necessary. It probably won't be. It, it might be necessary. It, you, you probably should ask someone else. So a few things have changed since we recorded our last podcast only a few days ago. I've been diagnosed with asthma. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about my new inhaler, actually. It's pretty. It's purple. Purple inhaler. Woo! We got tattoos. Oh, yeah. We got tattoos together. I got a cute little trophy. I got some little cherubs. It was awesome, and we are seeking Edviche from the audience to name in these three little cherubs. Oh, we should post a picture of the cherubs so they can name them. Yeah. Okay, the picture... Should we start an Instagram? Should we start an Instagram? That's the picture of my cherubs will be posted to our Instagram, Edviche on the Pasio, on Instagram, that we're going to make after this episode. Should we get to answering some questions? Yes. Let's get to it. Alrighty, so our very first question of today's episode is morning hacks. What hacks do we have for the morning time? I personally, I don't have a lot of life hacks. Maybe I just haven't lived lived long enough. enough. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I know. Um, So, it looks like Severine is teeming with hacks she keeps trying to grab the phone from my hand the first big one especially for getting out of bed is don't hit snooze it makes you more tired i agree yes, snaps, to that one. snaps to that when i set one alarm and then you get up it. that's one that's how it works you get up yeah also if you're like having a hard time like staying awake once you're up cold showers are really helpful it sounds like a joke you should do it also yeah, coffee is also important. <laughs> Caffeine. Um, and music is actually also super helpful for waking you up. Hey, this is August. I love the morning. I'm a 
morning person i'm so excited for the morning like sometimes around 5 p.m i'm like holy fucking shit i cannot wait to wake up tomorrow okay so here are my life hacks um i like to work out in the morning but sometimes when i wake up in the morning i'm like uh yeah fuck i'm not gonna work out i'm just gonna sleep instead so what i do to circumvent that is i put on my workout clothes the night before and sleep in them so when i wake up i'm like i gotta work out now because it'd be awkward if I just slept in workout clothes and then woke up and didn't work out I'd feel bad about it so that's a hack I personally on a personal level I disagree with that hack I don't think you should be sleeping in anything other than PJs your pajamas yeah. or nothing but what makes a pajama you comfortable Some what makes a pajama you can get comfortable and wait one more thing one more thing about this is that it saves you so much time. It saves you like four minutes from from actually picking okay, out and putting right, on your right. clothes. They're trying. Come on, come on. Here's the thing: is you don't want to be in constricting clothes when you go to bed, and if you're a woman, especially, workout clothes are generally like tight leggings and a sports bra. No, 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 no. One, you don't want to be sleeping in a yeah. sports bra. Like that's not comfortable. You shouldn't be sleeping in any bra. Advice from Severine. Hello. Even she knows what's up. Um, it's just like it's tight it's constricting you know maybe just put your workout clothes out the night before but don't get into them because then still you're gonna wake up and be like oh my workout clothes are out let me get in them and go work out but come on guys like don't you don't need to sleep in your workout clothes to get up in the morning and work out that's not a good hack and August is a hack at hacks <laughs> we have conflicting Adviche on this one Sometimes we do. Believe it or not, we're not the same person. Here's what I'll say. Try it out. Try it out and see if you like it. Give All right. School okay, school hacks. Okay, well, if you're going to school in the morning, you should have some school hacks. So, okay. So, for one, you should pack your bag the night before. It makes everything so much easier and calmer. And your mom might not yell at you. Also, you should put your clothes out before... You yeah. always want to look fashionable at school. All right, one last hack before we move on. Before you go to bed, read. Instead of looking at your phone, put oh, yeah. your phone away for at least an hour before you go to bed. Uh, if you just read, you'll be able to rest so much easier, and it just puts you to sleep, and you're also smarter and have more knowledge. So that's a hack. Moving on. Our next question is what to do if your mom is driving you crazy. All right. I can only speak from my experience with my mom, and I understand that mother-children relationships can vary and are different, so my advice isn't applicable to everyone. I understand that. Okay, but based off my own experience, this is the advice, the advice that I can give on this patio right now. First, you should identify whether you're going to have an outburst in that very moment. Is your mom driving you crazy to the point where you're about to yell at her? If so, just walk away. Just say, okay, I need some time. You're right. Okay. Walk away and like take a shower or go on a walk or a run or read or just be away from her. You just don't want to cause more outbursts. It's just not going to help you in the long run. My second piece of advice is try to de-escalate the situation. If your mom is driving you crazy, you giving her negative feedback is only going to ramp her up and make her do things that will drive you more crazy. So you need to think of ways that she's going to be more calm and talk to you in a way that you want to be spoken to. 
So try to figure that out. You probably know your mom pretty well. Figure out what's going to make her calm. Uh, Another piece of advice, sometimes you just have to swallow your pride and say, you're right, because sometimes I don't want to hear anything else. And that's okay. Especially sometimes you can be like, you know what, I've uh, reconsidered. You're absolutely right. And it's not really a win for them either because they don't feel right. But, you know, it ends the conversation. Uh, to be Okay, so I've seen August in action when our mom is driving her crazy. And, and this is all advice that she really lives by. And I don't do that very well. Um, it, it doesn't work for me, though. So maybe I'm about to give some bad advice, but maybe not. Because personally, honestly, I don't really agree with just apologizing for the sake of apologizing. Sometimes if it gets down to it and you're really wrong, then you should apologize. You should apologize if you need to apologize. There's no, like, there's no problem with apologizing if you have to apologize. That's what you have to do. Um... But if you're apologizing just to fix things, it's like that just puts you in a shitty position. And it, 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 it is your mom, so it's, it's kind of different from with your friends or um, other people your age. Like, this isn't advice I would give to any other relationship. I wouldn't say this about your partner or your friends or anything like that. I'm specifically saying with your mom and also maybe with your family members, I think it's nice to show that you're willing to take some blame for what's going on because honestly, in a lot of family relationships, it's never just one person who's doing all the things. You're probably wrong somewhere. I would say um, one other thing that you should ask yourself when she's driving you crazy is I think that sometimes we get super angry with our moms because they bring out something that we don't like in ourselves because like there's a lot of similarities with the moms we have a lot of similar traits so try to actually pinpoint if there's some insecurities that she's bringing out in you just in how she's acting and try to resolve that within yourself Another piece of advice is try to see her as an individual and not your mom and just kind of take what's going on and put it in a different context. That's my advice. I don't have more advice on the mom front because genuinely I don't deal with my mom driving me crazy very well. I generally escalate situations, so I'm not fit to answer this question more. Our next question is... What are your top three songs of the week? One, Advici on the Passio. Number one. Number one. Okay, so we turned the question of what are your top three favorite songs of the week into an advice question because we're an advice podcast. The question is now, what should be on my Spotify? Apple Music. Or Apple. Are we? uh, We're not on Apple. We're not on Apple. Fuck Apple Music. Um, What should be on my Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Anchor FM, whatever. Number one, and always number one, Adviche on the Pasio should be there. This is what you should be listening to, period. And now we'll give you some musical advice. I'm going to start. This week, I've been listening to, for me, she's always a favorite. I love Tiana Taylor so much. Great music, great lady, just wow. Um, So how you want it, I love that song. Also, I've frequently been listening to LSD by ASAP Rocky this week. Kind of an older song, but I fucking love it. It's 
it's a good song. And if you listened to it before, if you haven't listened to it before, you should listen to it after you finish this podcast episode. And lastly, I always love Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty is my girl. I love her more than anything on the entire planet. I almost love her more than myself, but not quite. I definitely love her more than my sisters. Um, So, yeah, and that's totally okay because she's Rico Nasty and she's wonderful. Um, So I put Transformer by Rico in my top three of the week. Okay, my top three songs of the week... Number one, There's a Light by Shirley Ann Lee. I heard this song sampled on this other song called PTSD, and me and Indy were listening to it, and we realized we only really liked the sample part of There's a Light on the song. We didn't actually like the rest of the song, so we found out where it was from, and I've been listening to the whole album a lot, and I really like it. There's a Light by Shirley Ann Lee. It's so good. My second top three song of the week is I'll Be Seeing You by Billie Holiday. And then another song that Indy showed me is John Cena by Shoma Josie. It's so awesome. Shoma Josie is so cute. And actually, you can't find this on Spotify. It's on YouTube. But you should definitely search it up. It's so good. Severine? So, I guess my three this week. I think I've been listening to a little bit more, like, slower songs just because we've been on the road and, like, I wanted to be asleep and, you know, whatever. So, Love by uh, Lana Del Rey, I've listened to a lot this week. Really great song. Sea of Love, I think it's by Cat Power. Yeah, it's a cover, Cat Power. Yeah, Cat Power is a cover. That's a really great song. Go, go listen to it. (laughs) Safrine, are you feeling okay? Yeah, I feel great. Um, (laughs) And then the last song is like always a fave, and that's Bless Me, and it's... um, by Amalou. It's on the album. I love Amalou. Oh my god, she's the best. Moving on to our next question. One listener said, I'm seeing this person and I don't want to give them the wrong impression about things. I think they want to be serious and are expecting things will go towards a relationship, but I know I don't want that. How can I let them know without being melodramatic and without ghosting them? So, Honestly, in my opinion, I think in any kind of relationship, any kind of relationship, being completely honest and being straightforward is the most important thing that you can do. And it's like the the only thing that you really need to do. I think if you respect the person that you're with or you respect the person that you're relating to or in any way, if you respect the other person in the relationship, you're going to be honest and you're going to be straightforward with them. And that's the way that you would want to be treated at the end of the day, I think. So I don't think that you really need to be doing anything extra. I think you can tell them this exactly. You can tell them straight up. Hey, I feel like things are getting a little bit more serious. And I wanted to let you know that I don't really want to be in a relationship. Or I like the way that things are right now. You know, something to that degree. Some kind of... What's the right time to say that to a person? I think that it'll come up. Like, I think that it's hard and I think that it can be kind of awkward. But if you're getting the sense that someone is getting more emotionally attached to you, like, it, it will come at the right time. And I know that that kind of sounds like a bullshit answer, but I think that that's the truth. You'll kind of pick up on the signs that they're giving you. And then from that, you can kind of let them know, I just, I, I don't want things to get too serious. And I wanted to let you know that. And I think that's the most respectful thing to do is just to be honest with them and be straightforward so things don't get messy and confusing. 
amazing. And then from there, if the person is still interested in kind of doing what you guys are doing and they're okay with not being in a more serious relationship, then they'll let you know. Or if they really just kind of want to be in a more serious relationship and they don't really want to be doing what you're doing, then, you know, you guys can still be friends. Just, you know, but you're going to have to respect their wishes as well. One more thing I would say, this is, um, this is kind of an aside, but this is just, I've been noticing this conversation about ghosting quite often and when, when, if you can ghost people, when you should ghost people. I think there are a few times when it's okay to ghost people, but people really tend to have this attitude of, oh, I don't owe anybody anything. And in some cases you don't owe anyone anything, but if you're, you know, talking to a person, that person is in your life somehow, you do, like, they're another human being. You do owe them some kind of courtesy. You do owe them the acknowledgement that they're another human being and um, their feelings and their existence is valid. Um, I mean, if there's someone that is just constantly harassing you, that's a different story. If there's someone you don't really know, that's a different story. But if it's someone that's in your life, I think... And that, 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 that's not to say that you can't cut people out of your life. I think if someone's not a healthy figure in your life, you can cut them out. But that doesn't come from just ghosting them. That comes from conversations. It, it doesn't come from nowhere. That's what I would say about that. Do you guys have anything to add? No. I think Indy put it really well. Also, I don't have a lot of advice on this area. I cannot help with relationships. Okay. Well... Our next question is a fun one. Severine, cover your ears. Oh my god. This one gets a little spicy. The question was, sex tips for girl on top? So, me and Indy have this problem where we can talk about everything in life. Not sex! It's so uncomfortable! Ah! Like, we just can't do it. We talk about everything. Like, we talk about the length odor and size of our shits but we can oh god jesus don't say that (laughs) we can't talk about sex for some reason we talk about literally everything literally everything if you've said hi to us we've talked about it yes so sex tips for girl on top coconut have you tried spelling it have you tried indy no i have not i have not tried that i don't think that it's super efficient but the thing is is i would love to hear from someone who's tried it so oh, because i have <laughs> oh word yeah i did it and it was just like it was just like it was funny <laughs> but that's it honestly i don't even know how that would really work because i remember seeing all the coconut memes and i was like thinking i was like mm, mm, and i was like moving my hips i was like coconut this see uh and i was just like that doesn't seem right so coconut don't coconut whatever (sighs) okay all right so if you're on top and it's hard for you to figure out what's feeling good for you like you're just pumping pumping away and you're just like nothing doing (laughs) so if you can you should leave you should leave okay okay i'll be quiet no actually Sabrina should leave (laughs) the the listeners should know that she's here Sabrina, you have tons of things and articles to take care of outside so we're just gonna let you go and we'll call you back in for the next question if it's hard for you to figure out what's feeling good you're just pumping away and just feels like nothing's happening or not feeling great just slow it the fuck down troubleshoot slow it down and start moving your body differently move it slower move it at different speeds we read a cosmo article that said to do it left and right i know to find your angle to find a good angle that feels right for you that's what the article said right so 
just move your body around and find different angles and different possibilities. If you're feeling that sensations are too deep, I felt that before. <laughs> All right. If you're feeling that it's too deep, you should move closer to your partner. You can put your hands on their chest or on the bed. Um, just kind of lean into it. Conversely, if it's not deep enough, I saw an article that said you should put a pillow under their butt. <laughs> so it'll elevate it into you. That's not a bad idea. And sex pillows are actually, you should do that for other positions too. They're pretty what? nice. Yeah. They're. Okay, sex pillows are just pillows, by the way. Okay. Just put them under your ass and it feels awesome. Okay, but um, also one more thing about moving closer to your partner. It's really nice for other reasons. You can put other things into play, like your boobs, <laughs> neck stuff, kissing, looking into their eyes. Some people have the complaint that it takes a lot of energy. It's really hard. Yes. Here's our first tip. Breathe. <laughs> Here's our second tip. Do some more core stuff in the morning, like work out your abs and cardio. That can help. For me, sometimes, when I'm feeling really lazy, I just think about how I don't do a lot of work in other positions, and I'm just like, gotta stick it out. Gotta do it this one time. August, I think you're sexing wrong. <laughs> Indy told me earlier that she never feels like she's not doing work. That's not to say that there are not different degrees of work put into different positions. But I feel like if I don't feel like I'm putting something into it, it doesn't feel sexy to me. It just feels weird and gross. And I'm okay. like, I don't want things to just be done unto me. I want to do things together. Here's some things to switch it up. You can get into reverse cowgirl. This one took me a long time to figure it out. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, here's another one I've never personally tried. Lie on top and do a lunge. Yeah. It's good for sex, good for stretching. Um, pro tip from both of us. Have your partner sit in a chair or on a sofa so that he's sitting up and then climb a board. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and one other thing, this is that was a great tip and another thing is angle your clit at their pubic bone. It's all about the clit. Rub your clit all over them. And that concludes all of our tips for girl on top. Indy, we just talked about sex. Nice! Nice. We're not gonna do it again until someone else asks the question. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Alright, we're gonna call Serene back in. Anyways, moving on. This next question is, should I grow my beard out while in China? Well, our adviche for you is yes. I know that we said that this podcast, when people send questions, is anonymous. This question is for my boyfriend, Greg. <laughs> in last episode, your boyfriend was Jared. Yeah, well, I move fast. Anyways, Greg, I love you. Um, my answer is yes. What is a semester abroad if you don't come back looking rugged and sexy? Definitely do it. Also, um, in all realness, well, that was realness, but also, also sometime in a new environment is a perfect time for exploring new aesthetics. When I was in China, I dyed my hair pink several times. It was crazy. I wouldn't necessarily do it again, but it was fun. Were you okay? 
Honestly, absolutely not. <laughs> Sounds like you're really going through it. Well, in this vein of looks and aesthetics, brings us to our next question. A listener told us that they were feeling kind of tired of their current aesthetic and asked us our best adviche for how to change up their aesthetic. Our advice for this was to look at new sources of inspiration, so different magazines, different celebrities, different friends that you really like the style of. So we were talking earlier about... Sometimes aesthetic changes mean spending money on buying new clothes for aesthetics, but I don't think that's necessarily true. Definitely, like, it's not about always like picking different clothes, but like just changing kind of the outfit look and channeling a different energy. Yeah. So, yes. If you're using makeup, look at your makeup tools and see how you can put it on different. Maybe look up some tutorials. Something else you can do is suggest a clothes swap with your friends. This is actually really fun, and then you can get some new clothes for free. It's just that me and my best friend happen to be very different sizes, and I really wish that we could do a clothes swap, and we've tried. We've tried so hard. Shout out to Sophia Miranda. I love you, baby. And it just, we're very different bodies. So that doesn't always work out, and that's okay. I've, I've also had the same experience. I'm a lot shorter than most of my friends. So, you know, clothes, especially pants swapping, is not really a thing. But look for something else, you know, jackets. Okay, we're going to move on now. Our next question is body image, how to enjoy life. So I had an eating disorder earlier on in my life, and so body image and that type of thing has always been something personal to me and something that I've struggled with and something that I'm very conscious about. So I've really tried to think hard about what are the most positive pieces of Advice that have helped me. One thing that I can say is to focus on how your body feels and not how it appears. And when I say body, I also mean how your mind feels. If you're stressed about being healthy, that's not healthy. Try to do things that will make your body feel good and healthy and loved. Exercise, healthy foods, hydration, and above everything, moderation. One other piece of advice that I really like is that your body is always going to be changing and shifting, and that is totally, totally okay. And your body's going to be with you for the rest of your life. It's a beautiful thing, and you need to get used to it changing. One other piece of advice that I got from a very, very, very close best friend, my bestest friend in the world. Okay. Not Indy, sorry. So a piece of advice from my best friend is to write something that you love about your body every day. I haven't tried this yet, but I'm really excited to do it. I think it's going to be nice. Above all, you should love your body because it's beautiful. I guarantee it. Whoever asks this question or whoever's listening, your body is beautiful. You know, just love it. All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how to enjoy life. It can be hard sometimes. It for sure can be really difficult. And that's okay. It's okay that sometimes it's really hard to enjoy life. But I think overall, in a sense, if you really put your mind to it, you can kind of change your mindset, your mindset, your mind state, whatever. Um, your mind country. Um, this isn't 100% true, and it's not, like, always true. But I do believe that to a degree, you can yourself just, like, work on 
on being happy and, and, and it's not as much about chemical balances in your brain and it's not as much about your circumstances in your life but something that I would ask is what are you waiting for to be happy and why are you waiting for it to a degree you can decide that today things are going to be okay and um whatever is really got you down don't dwell in it think about the things that do make you happy and if nothing makes you happy try something new talk to the people you love talk to someone you don't know very well because sometimes that that can be really refreshing to just have a conversation with someone new they might make you laugh they might give you a new outlook on things they might have a really interesting story something else i would say is to live in the moment you know really not dwelling on what's bringing you down taking in everything that's around you because a lot of the time life can be really beautiful and you can completely take it for granted being proud of yourself i think that also kind of goes into living in the moment just acknowledging that you did something and you did something really cool and you're you're proud of it and and it's okay to be proud and it's okay to show off a little bit yeah bragging is okay sometimes just don't like get too cocky just don't be an asshole yeah I don't know, it can be hard to be proud of yourself as well. There are people in your life that love you for some reason. For some reason, somebody loves you. So be proud of that. And think about what they love about you. I also feel like you should definitely listen to what we said and all, but this might be a question that you could go to a professional about. Yeah. Or not. Or not. Yeah. This is free. Professionals are not free, so... And also, honestly, what else can a professional tell you? All they can do is let you vent and then be like, yeah, that's tough. You know, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just professionals. Oh, God. (laughs) All right, here's our last question for the day. It's college advice. None of you sisters have gone to college. Only I have attended a semester of college. So I am the only one who can answer this question. Ask this question? Answer this question. Answer it then. Okay, I'm gonna answer it. Alright, right, here's a piece of Advice that I have not personally tried, but it's from my boyfriend Greg. He uh, Damn, Jared's gonna be so mad when he hears about Greg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he said in his first semester of college he and his roommate decided to keep their door open for the entire semester. What? Yeah. Like, when they slept? No, not when they slept, or not when they needed to do work, but when they're not really doing anything. Just keep your door open. Like, you never know who's going to walk in and who you're going to meet. And I think that it's also, it's just, it's a nice mindset to be in, you know? It's just that openness and receptiveness to anybody. I think it's really cool. So, not saying you have to do that for a whole semester, but maybe when you go for the first week or so, keep your door open. It's pretty cool. Um, Here's my piece of Advice. Invest in Dr. Bronner soap. Just buy one bottle of it, dilute it, and then you have hand wash, dish soap, Hair wash, tick removal, and body wash, and face wash. It's awesome. I love it so much. Listen to yourself and how you're feeling. It's totally okay to take some introversion time and just be by yourself, wander off campus, and do your own thing. That's okay. Don't be afraid to do that. Also, major piece of Advice, make your bed every fucking day. Even when you don't want to, make it. I don't care what the circumstances are. Make your bed. Even if you're make it. Because it will make you feel good. It will make you feel ordered. And when you go to bed at night, you'll be like, I'm one step closer to being an adult. You need to do it. Although I haven't been to college, and honestly, 
I might not take this advice when I get there. I feel like this is good advice, so I'm about to drop some Edviche right here. I would say that when you get to college, like, don't just fall into old habits and don't just, you know, sit around your room and be sad and lonely. Really get out of your comfort zone, join some clubs. Like, I think that the first thing you need to do is get to know as many people as you can. Yeah. And, um make some friends. So people in your classes, talk to them, people in your hall, in your dorm, whatever, talk to them. And I would say, honestly, really join some clubs. You have interests, pursue them and make friends who also are doing the same thing. One other thing that I would say is to clean your room thoroughly once a month. So that means getting the dustpan out, maybe borrowing a vacuum. a mop, Cloroxing some shit, it'll make you feel good, and also, sometimes your dorm room will get super disgusting, you might be growing kombucha in it, and it might have a weird smell, so just clean it. Don't grow kombucha, don't ferment anything in your dorm. (laughs) I've heard other people give advice on college, and the biggest one I have heard, and I've heard this like 20 times, is wear shower shoes, and be hygienic. Yeah. And here's my last piece of Adviche for this one. This one helps me out personally all the time. Sometimes you get bogged down by everything else going out while <coughs> going happening while you're at college. For example, do my friends hate me? Am I getting enough dick? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. When you're feeling bogged down about these other things, remember that you're at college for education above everything else. So really pour yourself into that and make sure that that's happening. Think about your education over everything else. I'm not saying you shouldn't tend to the other pieces in your life, but don't let other things, don't take over. Don't let, don't let things distract you. You're at college for education first. This is a really long episode, and now we're going to wrap up. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to our voices for the past 45 minutes. We love you very much. Um, please, 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 please send us questions to Adviche on the Pashio at gmail.com. We subscribe. Follow our Instagram that we're making right now. And our Spotify. Okay. Bye. This is August. And I am signing off. Thank you so much for listening. This is Indy Caldwell. Good night. Uh, this is Severine. I probably won't be back for a while. I'm the special guest. See you soon. (laughs) We've loved having you. (laughs) Bye.